All right. Very excited to welcome to the program the owner of the Jim Ursay Collection and the Indianapolis <laughs> Coats of the National Football League, uh, Jim Ursay, joining the show. Jim, how are you? Good afternoon. Thanks for the time hey, here. Guys, what's happening there? I mean, it's, it's, it's been a long time since I rock and rolled. I mean, that's, that's why we're looking forward to tomorrow night, looking forward to it big time. Yeah, we've uh, the, given away a lot of tickets. People were excited last week uh, for uh, your event tomorrow night at uh, Navy Pier with all this great rock and roll uh, memorabilia, which is cool. Uh, can't get tickets anymore, so you're lucky if you're going to that show. Uh, it's exciting for you, Jim. I know you're a Chicago native, you know, just down the road here from Milwaukee, but then to be, to be able to bring that stuff here back to the upper Midwest, Kind of, you know where you're from. It's got to be cool to share with people, and got to be excited on the uh, the eve of the event. Uh, it's, it's really exciting, and, and to be back at my home turf in Chicago um, is special. And, and growing up here, of course, you guys, Milwaukee was just you know like a, a sister town that we drift over to, and and uh, it's special. You know, we're really doing something that really no one else is doing. I mean, it's like a, a traveling Pink Floyd show now with. So much to, to to bring along, you know, uh, in pianos and cars. Sometimes, uh, you know, uh, Hunter S. Thompson was a friend. So the Red Shark from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, uh, uh, after he um, passed in 2005, um, you know, his uh, widow Anita, whose friends uh, sent me that. So we, you know, we have so much, and and uh, it, it's really interesting. You know, um, we're looking at even Broadway because. You know, it'd be like doing a show on the Renaissance, and then there you have a Monet, and there you have a Picasso, and there you have all these collectibles. But, you know, it, it's it's very eclectic, guys. You know, you have, like, Abraham Lincoln's pocket knife next to a letter from Charles Manson from prison, you know. And, and you know, there's some things like that in the collection that you put saying, nah, should that be there? But historically speaking, in 69, um, you know, I know we, we played Gimme Shelter to close every show, and that song really talked about um, the 20th century because a lot of this stuff is America, you know, 1950 to 2000, 20th century, but um, it's much more than that, you know, since we have, you know, the Declaration of Independence, a copy of that. Um, you know, I brought that to President Obama and Martha's Vineyard where I want him to sign it. And he's like, no, Jim, um, I will not. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, we'll keep no, that one as is. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. I understand. So he just wanted to talk about football and I want to talk about how he got Bin Laden. But, you know, um, you know, it, it was, a, it, you know, it's been an interesting journey over the last 25 years putting this all together. And, of course, growing up, you know, in the 70s and stuff, you know, it was NFL football and rock and roll, you know, and, and um, that was, um, you know, the big thing that pushed joy and excitement and community in this country because there's nothing like, you know, going to a Led Zeppelin concert or going to a Packer Bear game, um, you know, that community that gathers for something like that. So I've been really blessed to um, professionally you know, really be involved um, for 51 years in professional football. You know, George House was at my wedding in 1980, for God's sakes, in Chicago. But, um, you know, but it's, uh, but also um, such a love of music and, and, and everything. So it's been, you know, such a joy to bring all these things together. I have a two-part question for you. The first one is, where do you keep everything? Is it in some sort of 
underground vault that is guarded by all of these people when you're not on tour with it? And part two of the question is, how do you transport all of these very valuable artifacts? Go. Well, you know, it's a great question. Um, uh, Billy Gibbons uh, from CZ Top's a friend, and he played the L.A. show for us uh, as a guest appearance with the Jim Irsay Band. And, and Billy had some people, he goes, well, they want to talk to you about how you do this traveling museum. How do you package all this stuff? Because no one really understands. <laughs> you know, so we kind of just invented these incredible, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, special you know, boxes, whatever you want to call them, that protect things like that. But, you know, when you're moving grand pianos and that sort of thing, it, it, it does get major. You know, it's a major, major, um, uh, major deal with, uh, you know, a lot of airplanes, a lot of semi-trucks and that sort of thing. And you need the right venue to put together, for instance, the On the Road scroll um, from the beach, Jack Kerouac, you know, that stretches to 119 feet long and I have a case long enough uh in paris it was out um when i had it displayed 120 feet so so the stuff is is in various places Elton john's famous famous piano from live aid the last one john lennon ever performed on et cetera et cetera et cetera um that sits in my um and i'll i'll play that sometimes john lennon's piano that he wrote sergeant peppers on um is in my house but but then other stuff are you know, I have a museum at the office. I have a quasi-small museum at the house. I, you know, but this, this whole thing started in Nashville last October before we played the Titans because I was meeting with the mayor there and we started doing these this traveling show and it turned out, it's like, no, you know, this is something where, you know, I don't want a permanent museum. I, I want to travel it around the world. So in 2024, we're going to Hamburg and Milan and Rome and Paris and London. So... Um, and we're making a documentary of the whole thing um, that we're filming. So um, it's really kind of grown into that sort of thing, but I kind of move that way just on intuition and uh, whichever way the spirits tickle the soul to follow, you know. And uh, for me, it's a labor of love. It's, it's my, I've been blessed um, with the successes I've had in my life, and I like to give back to the community and to the arts and um you know, uh, um, you know, we don't charge anything. Um, as the who says, you know, um, you know, we, we just don't move in any particular direction and we don't take no collections, you know, I mean, this is just, um, uh, you come and you get to see it and be close to it. And, uh, and until you do see it, you don't even realize, you know, until you've actually come to a show and seen, you know, what's going on, um, you know, uh, you really don't even realize it's almost in words can't kind of describe it, you know, um, but uh, it, it's it's really special and the, the fabric I've tried to create over the last 25 years has really just been what do people want to see, you know, because if you zip someone to their house and go, well, I have all these Monet paintings, I can't wait to show you, and, oh, by the way, I have John Lennon's piano, people would be like, I want to see John Lennon's piano. Sure. I mean, yeah. nothing against Monet, but I don't really know the abstract Renaissance art. But, uh, you know, so um, uh, it, it's incredible. Um, you know, we just got Kurt Cobain's guitar, and then, you know, Jim Brown's coming in and talk about the the Ali Foreman belt. Uh, Foreman is going to come in to that complex, so we're having a press conference with 
Jim Brown tomorrow, maybe the last time he'll speak about he's close to Ali and Foreman both, um, and he's very um, he's 87 now, so he is coming in for the press conference with that belt that was the newest acquired um, memorabilia piece for six million dollars. But uh, um, so yeah, it's it's exciting. It's a lot of fun, and it's a mixture of not just going to a museum, but then you get a great rock show. You know, with Mike Mills, Mariam, and Kenny Wayne Shepard, and Ann Wilson doing a bunch of Zeppelin, and Buddy Guy coming in um, as a surprise guest. Uh, Chicago loves the blues. So so we're just going to rehearsals, uh, you know, because we're opening up with this complex part of the wall album, including video, um, you know, where I start day after day. Love turns gray like the skin yeah. on the deck. Sounds good, Jim. Yeah. yeah. Sounds so good. That, so like, you know, that that's an ambition, ambitious opener for us. But we love Floyd. You know, have the wish you, uh, wish you were here guitar. Um, and uh, David Gilmore's main lead guitar, the Black Strat, for our company, Numb, Nummy, uh, Money, all the main leads. So, so um, you know, we kind of make the instruments come alive. You know, we, we do a lot of the music that's kind of um, out there in in the museum corridor or kind of comes up on stage with us. Um, and uh, so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, and, and that's the main thing we try to have is, is everyone, you know, to love. There's a great energy with the band and a great energy with what everyone's doing, and I think, you know, that tone really tries to get set um, with everyone that's involved in this. Um, because it has been quite a massive traveling show, so to speak. How did you even get your hands on some of this stuff? Are you in like massive eBay battles or do you just call somebody and you're like, hi, it's Jim, I want this, please have it shipped responsibly well, to my home? You know, I know all the main auction houses, Christie's and Julian's, like, you know, uh, Julian uh, himself came to Indianapolis before the Cobain guitar went on auction and I have a um, a, a charity, for the lack of a better word, called Kicking the Stigma, which is about bringing awareness to mental health illnesses like addiction and anorexia and bipolar and depression, et cetera, um, you know, because it doesn't get treated properly in this country. Insurance companies certainly don't pay for it, which is a shame in such a wealthy country. But uh, so, you know, we're on that mission. And so, you know, Cobain tied right into that and the family wanted to give part of the proceeds um, to his famous guitar um, to kick the stigma. So I just kind of had a press conference with Julian and opened up the bidding at $2 million And I wasn't really going to get heavily involved. But that's the way it rolls on these things. It's like, you know, all of a sudden, like, you know, on the foreman belt, I, I was in um, L.A. And, and it was late because that auction went to like 4 a.m. in the morning. So, like, I was in the middle of a massage, and I got up and went to the bathroom, and, like, I checked my phone, and it's like, well, your max was uh, 3.6, they passed that, we're at 4 million, I guess we won't get it. So, I'm like, hold on, I have a new max, uh, you know, because you have 20 minutes to put in your new, I, I said, well, put in uh, 5.8, and I said, no, put in 7.8, no, put in 9.8. So, like, if you put in, like, let's say 9.8 million, but it goes for 6 million, like, it just goes for the highest number, that bidding stops at. It doesn't mean, you know, because, like, I was there for, you know, uh, on the road bidding in New York City with the scroll 
and I probably shouldn't have been there because, you know, my state of mind was so <laughs> I was in a good mood, let's just put it yeah. that way. Yeah, <laughs> so, buy a mood. With the paddle, I was like, there's a Chicago Bear defense of 1985, just blitz on every pitch. Yeah. You know, probably just leave that crazy man alone, just forget it. You know, uh, I would have probably paid, you know, $20 million that day, but thank God we got it for a, uh, it was a top number for American manuscript. But, um, so I don't go to the bidding anymore. I, I people that go, and then sometimes I give a number and I pick up my phone a few hours later, oh, you got it, you didn't get it, or whatever. Um, and then sometimes I will be, like with Gilmore's um, Pink Floyd guitar, I was on the phone for that, because no one thought back then the highest guitar went for like 2.7 million, and the Blackie, you know, the Black Strat, Gilmore's went for 4 million, which was a record at the time. Um, but then people do things crazy, like Cobain's unplugged guitar went out, and I tried to buy that privately, from you know um, the the ex son in law, um, you know Francis Bean or whatever, and, and you know I'm like I'm like dude, this is as much as it's worth. Well, I'm taking it to auction. So he took it to auction, and this crazy Australian paid six million dollars for it. And we were all like, what? Like that's outrageous. <laughs> like you know, so guitar been sold for that. So those anomalies happen, but I can usually predict within, you know, amazing accuracy, like on a Cobain guitar, I said, mm, this is this is probably gonna go for, you know, right about, you know, probably right about like, you know, 3.6 million to 4 million. You know, you just, you get a feeling, it's a hard market to know you have to be in the market for a long time, but it only takes two bidders. You know, it takes one person against you and um, the stakes get driven up. Like there was one guy bidding me on the Ali Foreman championship belt from Zaire, and you know I thought you know we were going to get it for like you know eight hundred thousand. All of a sudden, there's this other guy. He wouldn't go away. He wouldn't go away. He wouldn't go away. So you know it kept going up and up and up and up and up until it, it went. To, you know, Maradona's jersey sold for nine point eight million. The hand of God jersey. Where if anyone knows soccer, you know. Uh, he won the World Cup and and Maradona passed uh, recently, mm-hmm. but he was quite not a figure in sports. So that was shocking to see his jersey go. But like, for instance, like Buzz Aldrin's, you know, Apollo suit just went for like seven million dollars, and they're asking me, you know, NASA if I was interested in blah blah blah. And it's like if it was Neil Armstrong's, yes. But Buzz, nothing. no, Buzz Aldrin, but like, <laughs> yeah. I at the top, like you know, like with Tiger and you know Jerry's second um, guitar, Wolf. I was like, I'm getting Tiger because that has his initials on the 24th fret, and that was his last guitar he put down at Soldier's Field in '95, and that was really, really his favorite guitar, so to speak. So nothing against Wolf, but you know. I'm getting Tiger, so it's kind of like a Warren Buffett strategy. If you're going to invest in stocks, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, you know, only the best. And JFK, John Lennon, you know, you go at the best of the best. It's expensive, but, you know, you look for things that can skip generations. That's the key. It's hard to skip generations. If you ask young people now, who's John Belushi? Who? Never heard of him. Well, he only had the number one TV show, the number one movie, the number one album in the right, country right. in 1978. But no one knows John Belushi now, 44 years later. 
that's fame, you know, like Bowie saw. And, you know, and, you know, I mean, it's like Bill Murray says. A lot of people ask me, I like to be rich and famous, and I tell them, why don't you just be rich? You know, it's like, you know, forget fame. You know, there's no such thing. It's like, in fact, I don't own any of these things. I borrow them. I mean, you've never seen a hearse pulling a U-Haul. I mean, you know, tell me when you've seen that. It's mm -hmm. like, these aren't mine. It's such a joke. It's like, I don't own these things. I just look at them, borrow them for a while, share them, and then I'll be gone and they'll be here or someone else will have them. You know, I won't be here. I, you know, I certainly don't own anything. And I look at it that way. I'm a steward of it. I'm a caretaker. You know, I'm, I'm the guy behind the curtain. I'm a wizard of eyes. You know, I try to get out of the way of it. And, um, and be an instigator, you know, be an instigator for joy and and for shared knowledge through history. And, um, you know, that's kind of my role in it, you know. Well, Jim, you know, we're... Uh... I'm not Roger Waters. You know, I'm not any of those people. I just am able to, you know, put these things together so everyone can enjoy them. And I enjoy that, that role, you know. Um, I'd rather be in that background of the fabric um, than be out front. So, um, so on stage, you know, I get out in front a bit, and I've been doing that. Um, the heard from Johnny Cash, uh, version of Trent Reznor song, and and that resonates a lot with my personal life. And I was a huge Cash fan, and and that song, um, uh, you know, is really special to me when I play. Um, but we end each show with with Give Me Shelter, and that's such an iconic song. You know, Martin Scorsese says, you know. Like I have Give Me Shelter in six of my films. In fact, if I have a new film, I don't have it in it. People say, well, you know, what's new about this film? Well, it doesn't have Give Me Shelter in it. But, you know, it's such a great, great song. And so we try to do justice, you know, to these songs. And like someone like Ann Wilson, who's going to be doing a lot of Zeppelin um, tomorrow night, you know, uh, it's really special because she does justice. I mean, she's so iconic and great. But um, she also appreciates the greats that came before and does such justice to them. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just, uh, just a lot of fun to be part of, you know. Well, Jim, we're, uh, we're excited to see it tomorrow. It's quite the collection. Uh, really impressive. A lot of people from Milwaukee are making the trip to Navy Pier tomorrow. We appreciate the time, and we'll let you get your rehearsals and get ready for the show here tomorrow night. Thanks for, thanks for well, talking folks, to us. Go Packers, man! I, we I, we love coming down. Yeah. And, and, too bad we don't play each other as enough as as all, you know every four years or so now. But two great franchises, obviously. So. I know. I I gotta see the Houdini Museum downstate. You know, I love seeing that Houdini Museum. You know, down there deep in Wisconsin. So mm -hmm. in Appleton, yeah. That, get out there, but but thanks so much. Thanks for having me, and uh, we we really look at look to welcome. Um, you know, a lot of fans and show them a great time. We're really looking forward to it. So thanks so much. Jim Thank Ursay, the Jim Ursay Collection, owner of the Colts, Navy Pier tomorrow on 1029 The Hog.